In the Gedder of Pesach Sheini, there are generally three opinions or three ways of understanding it. Number one is Regel Bifnei Atzmehu, it's considered a Yomte for itself. Number two, it's Tashlumin Derishenhu, as the Gemara says, that it's coming to make up or to compensate for the first one. But but it doesn't, it's not completely fixing up, so to speak, the first um, obligation of the Pesach Rishon, as we'll soon discuss. And finally, the third opinion is Takanta Derishanu, that it's actually fixing up um, the Pesach Rishon. The practical difference between these three opinions is, and as also explained at length in the Tshuva of Rabavrom Ben Arambam, Regel b'fnei atzmei would mean that Pesach Sheni is not dependent on the obligation of Pesach Rishon. It is a separate obligation, just like any other Yom Tif. And therefore a geir, that became a geir in between these two Pesachs, a cotton that grew up in between these two times, would be obligated to make a Pesach Sheni. On the other hand, according to the opinions that they are either a Tashlumin or a Takono, fixing up of Pesach Rishon, the obligation of Pesach Sheini is going to be completely dependent only on the Pesach Rishon, and therefore if someone was not obligated in Pesach Rishon, he has absolutely no obligation in Pesach Sheini. Tashlum in the Rishon would mean that if someone missed bringing the Pesach Rishon, bemazed. So even though he was over already the Easter Kharis, the Torah is giving him a way of being able to make up for it by bringing the Pesach Sheni. When he brings the Pesach Sheni, that Chiv of Kores is going to go off. It's going to be canceled. But what happens if he doesn't bring the Pesach Sheni? Even if it was a state of Shoigig, even if it wasn't his fault. The bottom line is, since he did not make up that which he missed out in Pesach Rishon, and the Chiv of Kores, as we said, applied already, so the Chiv of Kores never went off. And now it wasn't cancelled, even though it may have not been his fault, and therefore he's still Chayiv Kores. Finally, Takanta de Rishonhu would mean that if someone did not bring the Pesach Rishon B'mezid, immediately the Torah is giving him away, a Takana, a way of fixing up by bringing the Pesach Sheni at another time. So that as long as that time didn't pass, the time of him being able to fix it up as well, the Chayiv Kores never applied. And therefore, if on Pesach Sheini he didn't bring the carbon, but it was not his fault, it was Beshegeg, according to this opinion, he would be potter from Kares, because at the time when the Torah had given him to be able to fix it up, and only at the end of that Kares would apply, at that time he was a Shegeg, it wasn't his fault, and therefore he is not Chayef. Now the Rambam in his Sefer HaMitzvah counts the mitzvah of Pesach Sheini as a mitzvah for itself. And he explains the reason that the halacha is like Rebbe, that Pesach Sheini is regal b'fnei atzmoy. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand, even according to Rebbe, that Pesach Sheini is a yomte for itself, the obligation of it definitely only applies to someone that did not bring the first Pesach. Clearly, someone that brought Pesach Rishon is not going to be able to bring Pesach Sheini. So in other words, even according to Rebbe, Pesach, Sof Sof, at the end of the day, is also a mitzvah that's coming to replace, or instead of Pesach Rishon. And therefore, technically, it would seem to be that it's the same mitzvah as Pesach Rishon. You didn't do it one time, you're, giving an, you're being given another time to do it. So you're bring, in both cases, you're bringing the carbon Pesach. So why would the Rambam count it as a mitzvah for itself? 
Says the Rebbe, so we must say that even though Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni are definitely connected, that the obligation of Pesach Sheni is only going to be if you missed out bringing Pesach Rishon, nevertheless, each one is really in essence very, very different to each other. They have a different gather. They're defined in a different, very different way. And therefore, in the Minyan HaMitzvahs, they're going to be counted as two separate mitzvahs. In order to understand this, says the Rebbe, we're first going to explain the general difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. We find, amongst the differences between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, the Rebbe is going to mention two major differences. Number one is that the first one, Pesach Rishon, is Osir in Bal Yiro, Bal Yimotze, you're not allowed to have Chometz. In Pesach Sheni, as Chazal tell us, is Chometz Matzah, Imoy Babayis, you can have Chometz and Matzah at the same time in your house. Second difference that Rebbe discusses is that in the, the first Pesach is seven days. And as the Rebbe explains, it doesn't only mean that the Isra of Chametz is seven days, but even that the Pesach Rishon, meaning the carbon Pesach, is associated with all of the days that are following. It's it's Shisha as the Gemara's expression. Sha'oichlin Allah Matzah Shisha Yamim, as Rashi says, in other words, the matzah that's eaten is associated with the carbon pesach. So therefore the whole of the seven days is all associated with the carbon pesach. Whereas the second whereas the second one, Pesach Shani, is only Yoimechod. By the way, this idea of Nachal Shisha, Rashi explains over there that it's using the Lashana Pasak, even though technically, of course, the seven day Yamtav, we're not going to get into that right now. Says the Rebbe, these differences between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Shani are all coming as a result, they are all caused by the gather of what each one of these really is, as we will explain. So the Rebbe starts explaining. The difference simply between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni is, Pesach Rishon, the way of the obligation of the carbon Pesach, was set up according to Torah, the order, the time of when it needs to be done. Pesach Sheni, on the other hand, is of course, the obligation is not according to the normal regular time and regular order. Those people that did not bring Pesach Rishon in its time, nevertheless we say that it's not the case that of our Yoimai bottle carboni that you lost your chance, rather Torah is giving you the opportunity to be able to bring the carbon later. As the Pisgam of the free Dikarebbe, Pesach Sheni, the idea of Pesach Sheni is, is Nishtakar Fafalan, it's never too late, you can always fix it up. Even someone that was Tomei, even someone that was Bederich Rechoika, even Lachem, which means it was maybe even willingly, and yet you could always fix it up. Says the Rebbe, this difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni is similar to the difference between the Avoidah of a Tzaddik and the Avoidah of a Baal Tshuva. A Tzaddik is serving Hashem. As the Pesach used, says the expression, Asher also Alekimus Adam Yashar Hashem had originally made a person to go on the straight path, on the regular way, that's a Seder of Torah. A Baal Tshuva means that he went against the Seder of Torah, and Hashem is giving him the opportunity to be able to fix the past and to be able to make up that which he was lacking. Says the Rebbe, this is also what we find, the state of the Yidden in Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, already the very, very first time. By the bringing of the carbon Pesach the first time, the Yidden were just leaving Mitzrayim. It's like they are just born, as it says in Yecheskel. They have no Averois, they only have the mitzvahs of Mila and carbon Pesach. As the Pesach says, B'domayich chayi, B'domayich chayi, you live by your blood, which is understood to be these two bloods of the mitzvahs of Milo and Pesach. They are in a state of tzaddikim. According to Halacha, they are like geirim, or the beginning of a geirus. Geirshin is geir, when a geir becomes a geir, it's like a newborn child. 
absolutely no Averois. And in fact, as the Pasuk says, Boyaz says to Rus, Hashem should pay you for all your efforts and the Abishta should give you a reward that you came to shield yourself under the wings of the Shekhinah. So this is the idea of a tzaddik or a geir. On the other end, Pesach Sheni is associated with people that were Tomei. In Tumei itself, Tumei Meis, from a dead body, Tumei Lenefesh Adam, which as we know, the whole idea of a dead person, Misa, is as a result of Chetei Tzadas, which is the source of all the Averis. And they come then with this Bakasha Nafshis, with this heartfelt plea, after admitting what had happened, and saying, Anachnu Tmeim Lenefesh Adam, we are Tomei, from a corpse. And then they say, Lomani Gara, why should we miss out them not to bring the carbon of Hashem and its time together with the rest of Bnei Yisrael? This is very similar to the idea of tshuva, with all of its details. Tshuva also has a certain level of confession, of admitting, asking to try to fix it up, and not only making up the past, but complete tikkun, complete um, amending the situation completely, as they say, not only Lahakr, they want to bring the carbon, but they want to have the Maila, it should be Lahakr, why should we miss out to do it? That means they want to have the advantages as if it was a carbon done in its time, as if it was done together with the rest of Bnei Yisrael. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand the inner reason why it is that the mitzvah of Pesach Sheni doesn't come from the outset that Hashem immediately says that there is going to be this Pesach Sheni as it's in most other mitzvahs of the Torah. Rather, it comes specifically after the Yidin come and beg Lomani Gora. Says the Rebbe, because generally this idea of tshuva usually comes through a soiderus of the Baal Tshuva himself. That means even though he's Tomei, Lenefesh Adam, he's in a state of the opposite of purity. He's definitely not in a state of holiness. So seemingly he's not in a state where he could just be tuned in to the Giluyim to the revelations from above, to the mitzvahs of above. And yet, the whole point is, he is being misoidered on his own, to do tshuva. Like these Yidin, they're coming. There wasn't a mitzvah from above. They are coming and saying, why should we miss out? Says the Rebbe, based on this, we could also explain something that's a, surpri- a seemingly a strange and surprising in Alpi Nigla. Chazal tell us that those people that were Tameyim Lenefesh Adam, the seventh day of their Tumah would have been on Erev Pesach then. Which means that would have been the last day of their Tumah. So technically, they should have been able to bring the carbon Pesach, or make up for the carbon Pesach, immediately. So why is their Tashlumin, in a way, rather than being over the days of Pesach, which is, in other Yom Tovim, if a person doesn't bring the carbon the first day, he could bring it over the next days of Yom Tif, or within the seven days of the first day of Yom Tif, why is it over here that it's suddenly being done a month later, a whole new chidush? Why do we need to have this chidush in this particular case? As the Rebbe says, the Oyra Chaim also mentioned this, mentions this point. Says the Rebbe, but we can understand based on what we said, the inner reason for this. Tshuva is not only about coming to fix up that which was missing. Tshuva is actually also a whole derech in avoidas Hashem. It's a whole different avoida. And that's what's really meant by regel bifnei atzmoy, a yomta for itself. In other words, it's a whole yomta, it's a whole avoida for itself. And that's why it's on a whole separate month for itself as well. A chidush in the idea of avoida. And this is what it means, that it's coming not immediately within the same month or within a few days, but rather it's going to be a month later, it's going to be a whole separate avoida for itself, based on what we're explaining, that is the avoida of tshuva. Says the Rebbe, even though the avoid of a tzaddik, as we explained, is the straight way according to Torah, nevertheless, of course, there's a mile in the avoid of a baal tshuva. 
The avoid of a tzaddik is dealing with matters of kedusha, or at least with things that are permissible. But definitely not with the opposite side. So for example, a mitzvah ba'avera, you cannot do a mitzvah if it's as a result of an avera. If things that are coming from the side of Ra of Klippa, things that are Shalosh Klippa Satmeis Lagami that are completely forbidden, complete Klippa, we totally cannot elevate, we have to push them away. That's the Seder according to Torah, that's the Seder of a Tzaddik. What happens by Abal Tshuva? When he does a proper Tshuva, Tshuva Meyava with Tshuva out of great love, he could actually transform even those negative things, even this Doinus, even the Averis that he did bemazed, he could transform into Zochius, into merits. Says that the Koyach that Tshuva has to be able to accomplish this is because Tshuva is coming from a place that's higher than Ishtalshalus. That is, according to the order of Torah, the order of Ishtal Shalos, there's no such thing as transforming the negative, that which was Zodah and Amazed, into a Schus. The Rebbe quotes a famous Medrash, that a various different levels and Dargais, etc. were asked, what should happen if a person does an Avera? Sho'alul Chachma, the level of Chachma was asked, Nevuah was asked, Torah was asked, what should be the punishment and the Kapara if a person does an Avera? And none of them answer tshuva. There's different punishments and different things, but tshuva is not an option. Finally, which represents that which is completely higher than Ishtashalus. And Hashem says, In other words, this concept of tshuva is coming from a level that's higher than Ishtashalus, because higher than Ishtashalus, we say, dark light, it's all exactly the same, and therefore even something of evil can be transformed into good. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand another point as well. They say, why should we miss out? And the question one could ask is seemingly, why should we even think that they should miss out? Similarly, in the Pisgum of the Free Rebbe, the Yerav, Pesach Sheini is, it's never too late. Why would we think that it should be too late, that you can never make up? But the explanation is, as we just said, according to Torah itself, from the perspective of Torah, there's no room for Tshuva to transform these things that are complete evil into good. It's seemingly too late. But when Yidin were in a soider with this motion, with this movement of tshuva, this feeling of lama nigara, that itself is reaching to Hashem, which is higher than the Shalos, similar to that medrash, so when the Yidin demand this from Hashem, they're reaching to a level that's higher than Ishtashalos, from here the answer could be that you're right, it's never too late. There is a concept of Pesach Sheni. Now of course, even though this is a level, as we're saying, higher than Torah, but of course, Torah is itself the one that tells us. Torah is the one that reveals this to us. Because even though Torah itself is within Ishtal but we also know that Torah and Hashem are Kulachad, and that all of the Inyanim, even that which is completely higher than Ishtal ultimately are revealed through Torah. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand the differences between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Based on what we said that Pesach Rishon is more the avoid of Tzadikim, and Pesach Sheni is more the Avoid of Baal Tshuva, we can understand the differences. Pesach Rishon, the Avoid of Tzadikim, has nothing to do with the rise, nothing to do with the evil of the world. We need to push away the evil. And therefore Pesach Rishon, we said, Chomet is Baal Yiro, Baal Yimotze. You can't have Chomet, you can't have those things that are associated with negativity. Pesach Rishon is seven days, because the Avoid of Tzadikim is in an orderly fashion, the level of Seyder Ishtashlus, which generally is set up, in cycles of seven, seven days, there's the seven midos and so on. 
On the other end, Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni is more associated with Avoidah of Tshuva. It's about transforming the negative into the positive. There's Doinus into Zachias. And therefore we could deal with the Chometz. We could elevate even something like Chometz. And therefore, what do we say? Chometz Imoy Babayis. The Chometz and the Matzah are with him in the house. Furthermore, since Tshuva is something that was, we said, higher than limitation, higher than Ishtal Shalos, this is also why Pesach Sheni is one day. It's not one day in the sense that it's less than Pesach Rishon, less days. On the contrary, it's representing a level that's higher than limitation, higher than division. It's one day, as it's explained also in Torah, the reason why Shavuos is one day. Because Shavuos is the time of Kabbalah Satoira, this is the level of Keser, the level of Yechida, which is higher than division. Says the Rebbe, this is also what the Gemara relates and tells the story of the Tshuva of Rabbi Lazar ben Dordaya, who was someone that had done many, many Averois, and originally was told he was hopeless, etc. And then what happens is that he does an amazing Tshuva, he puts his head between his knees, as we'll see in a moment, and his neshama goes out, and Bacha Rebbe, Rebbe cries out. And he says, Yesh koina ilama, here you have a person that acquired his world. Some people acquired their Elamhaba in many years. Here you have someone that acquired his world, Meshoah Akas, in one moment. What's the idea? Avoid the Satsadikim, which is in an orderly flat fashion, step by step. So it takes years. There's division, there's levels. Where is Rabbi Lozer ben Durdaya, which has the Avoidah of Tshuva? And in Tshuva itself, as we said before, he put his head between his knees, which represents, not like usually within a person, there's all the different levels. The head is the highest, the knees, the legs are lower, etc. Roshe ben Birkov represents, he's going beyond the division of all these different parts of the body. Gob Abchiei breaks out crying. And therefore, he's koinoi lamoi b'sho'achas, he acquired all of his Elam Abba in one moment, or as the Zohar puts it, Tshuva is B'Shayta Chada in, in one hour or in one moment. Again, this idea of being higher than Ischalkas, like we said about Pesach Sheini, one day. Says the Rebbe, this idea, the difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheini, is also expressed the fact, by the fact that Pesach Rishon is in Chodesh Nisan, Pesach Sheini is in Chodesh Ir. It is known that the difference between Chodesh Nisan, which is the first month, and Chodesh Ir, which is the second month, Nisan is Hamshocha Gilui Milmailolamata, a revelation of Hashem coming from above. And this Gilui, when oil is shining, it's not refining in a way of completely transforming in a permanent way what's happening down here below. Rather, because of the Gilui oil, the bad is pushed away. This is similar to the Avoida of Tzadikim. Their Avoida is dealing with oil, with things that are positive, with things that are holy, but all things that are evil, they just push away. On the other hand, the whole point of Eeyore is elevating Mulmatolamailo. We're elevating in a permanent way. We're refining those things that are below and elevating them. This is why Eeyore is specifically the month that Sphiras Ha'imer. We are counting every single day. Sphiras Ha'imer is mainly connected to Eeyore because what's Sphiras Ha'imer all about? It's all about elevating and refining the Midah, similar to Avoid of Tshuva, where we're dealing with the lowliest of the low, elevating it and transforming even the most negative things into positive, into good. The truth of the matter is, says the Rebbe, this is usually the difference, the general difference between Nisan and Tishrei. We know Nisan is Avoides HaTzadikim, Tishrei is Avoides HaTshuva. But more specifically, in Nisan and Ir, you already also have these two things. Says the Rebbe, according to all of this, that Pesach Shein is the Avoides of Tshuva. We can now understand the reason of these three opinions and three ways that we explained regarding Pesach Shein. And we know that Elu Elu Divrei Elikim Chaim. 
When we say three opinions, it doesn't mean that they necessarily have to be arguing with each other. There are three different levels, three different ideas. Because generally speaking, in tshuva, there are these three concepts. And the Rebbe goes through all of them. One level we said was takanto de tshuva, which means, like we said by Pesach Sheini, that the Torah immediately gave an option to, if he didn't do Pesach Rishon, to do Pesach Sheini. This is the idea that when a person does an Aveira, immediately there's already an option for tshuva. Like we said that if you miss Pesach Rishon, the Torah is immediately giving you a takana, a way of fixing it up through Pesach Sheini. Now this kind of tshuva applies to all regular Aveiros, that as soon as a person does an Aveira, yes, the Hashem is giving you an opportunity to be able to fix it up through tshuva. Then there's another kind of Aveira, here we're going to apply the concept of Tashlumen, that it's not there right from the outset, but you could also make it up. What is that? Says the Rebbe, the Tashlumen aspect of Tshuva is a kind of Aveda where a person said, I'm going to do the Aveda and I'm going to do Tshuva. Now in this case we say, the opportunity for Tshuva is not immediately given. In fact, we say we don't give him a chance to do Tshuva. So while he's doing the Aveda, you don't say he has the Takana of Tshuva, because the tshuva is actually what's causing him to sin. He's relying on the tshuva in order to do the Aveira. This is similar to the concept that we say, Ein kategor nasa saneger. The prosecutor, the one that's causing the problems, cannot be the one that's now going to be de- defending. But of course, eventually, if the person does push himself and strengthens himself and overcomes all the obstacles, he does tshuva, then of course his tshuva is accepted. So similar to what we said by Pesach Sheini, that yes, technically a person could make it up, even if... It wasn't there from the outset. And then there's the concept of regal b'fnei atzmoy. And what would that mean? That would be like that tshuva that even a tzaddik does. As it's known, that tshuva is not necessarily like the people make a mistake only for sins. Tshuva is a derech in avoides Hashem. This applies even to people that are completely clean and pure of sins. And as it says that Mashiach is going to come to bring that even the tzaddikim should do tshuva. Now, even though we said that Pesach Sheini, as we said, generally is the idea of tshuva for Aveira, seemingly, and as a pisgum of the Friedrich Rebbe that we said, the Sinishtak came farfalin, even someone that was tamein, even if it was intentional, etc., you could fix it up, so it seems like it's more of tshuva for an Aveira. Nevertheless, generally speaking, all the different levels of tshuva, meaning even that of a tzaddik, is also included in Pesach Sheini, because Pesach Sheini, again, is generally the concept of tshuva, although more specifically it's going to be more the kinds of tshuva where a person messed up, but it also includes this tshuva of tzaddikim. Again, the Rebbe compares to Tishrei. The Rebbe says that Pesach, before we said Pesach Sheini is similar to the concept of Tishrei of tshuva. So in Tishrei we also say that Tishrei includes all kinds of tshuva, even that of a tzaddik. Says the Rebbe, based on this idea that we just explained, that what does it mean, takanto the tshuva? Takanda of tshuva means that right from the outset there's already room, according to that opinion, that way. That right from the Aveb there's immediately the Torah is giving you the opportunity to do tshuva. We'll have an additional explanation in the halacha that we say that even a Russia, that who, who when he does Torah and mitzvahs, we say he's actually giving koyach to the klipa, and yet we say he should still continue learning Torah. And even if it's shaloy lishma, because the halacha says that eventually, when he will do tshuva, he will take out of klipa all of those Torah and mitzvahs that he did. In other words, what do we see over here? That when he's learning Torah as a Rasha, but why are we allowing that melechat and relying on this idea? Because he is going to do tshuva later. Because that's the whole point of the takana of tshuva, the Torah from the outset is immediately saying, 
as he's doing the Aveda, that yes, there is an opportunity to fix up and to do tshuva. Now, what about the opinion that said that it's only Tashlum in which we apply to the concept of Echtavashim, says the Rebbe. And even though that this halacha, that even when a person is a Rosh, he has to learn Torah, <coughs> applies to all kinds of Roshayim, even the person that says Echtavashuv, that seemingly we said doesn't have from the outside that Takana of Tshuva, says the Rebbe, First of all, that has nothing to do with the limud itself, with the learning Torah itself. Because the echta, the fact that he's going to be doing Averis, he's saying he's going to do Avera and do tshuva, has nothing to do with the learning aspect. And also we say this person is also definitely going to do tshuva. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, even b'miyuta de miyuta, even in that minority that perhaps is even learning Rahman al-Litzlan for this purpose, in order to add koya chaz v'shalom to the klipa, etc., and he's relying on echta v'ashuv, even he has to learn Torah. Because as we'll see in a moment, of course, eventually he'll also do tshuva. So what is the difference between this person of Eimah speaking beyond Elas's tshuva and the first person that did the Aveira? So it says the Rebbe like this. By this person that's doing it in Mamash in a way of Echtava Oshuv, and Eimah speaking beyond Elas's tshuva, so for him we're going to have to come on to the reason that it says that Bayidach Mimenu Nidach. In other words, that nobody will ultimately be banished completely from Hashem. Vada eventually he will surely do tshuva, as it says, because no person will be pushed off away completely. So that's what we need to apply by this kind of Aveda of Eimah speaking beyond Elasa's tshuva. Whereas by the regular Aveda, where we said there is room for tshuva immediately, we don't even need the reason of Baal Yidach and that definitely, eventually he will do tshuva. What we're saying is that right from the beginning, he's not considered a nidach, he's not banished. There's room for tshuva immediately. You'd call him a rachik, he's distant, because at, because again, at this time, there's immediately, even while he was doing the Aveda, there's already the takana of tshuva, like we said by Pesach Sheni. Says the Rebbe, just like we said in regards to Pesach Sheni, that it includes all types of tshuva, even the tshuva of tzaddikim, the same way, thing is the other way around as well. That when it's Pesach Rishon, which is generally the idea of the avoidus tzaddikim, it also includes all the types of avoidus of tzaddikim, even the avoidus of a tzaddik doing tshuva. And therefore, the Geulah HaAsida, even though we say that the Geulah HaAsida is associated and comes with Chodesh which is avoidus tzaddikim, and yet, as we said before, it's connected, the Gula is connected to Tshuva. As we said, Mashiach is going to bring that even Tzaddikim should do Tshuva. Because again, Chodesh Nisan, although it's Avodis Tzaddikim, but it also includes the concept of Tzaddikim doing Tshuva. Says the Rebbe, this idea that Chodesh Nisan and Avodis Tzaddikim also includes Tshuva, we already find in the very first Pesach in Mitzrayim. The Pesach says, Mishchu Ukhulachem. So this simply is referring to the fact of taking the carbon Pesach. But Chazal say, Mishchu means, pull your hands away from Avoid Zorah. Now that's a concept of Tshuva. Now even though, we're speaking about Yidin that, had the bris before Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, and we said, as we said before, that they were like a Geir, at least the beginning of a Geirus. And furthermore, we're actually saying this to all the Yidin. Every single Yidin is being told this idea. We say, Mishchu Ukhu, that means it's referring to all of those Yidin that are going to take the carbon Pesach. Even people that Lechoyda had no, absolutely no connection to Avodah Zorah. And they don't need to do tshuva for Avodah But it's again, as we said before, that even to them we're applying the union of tshuva, that a tzaddik also does tshuva. In other words, even in an area where Lechoyda they're completely removed from it. 
Because the bottom line is they are also in a world that has some sort of connection to Klipa to Avoid and they're also being told, Mishchu, Yudeichem, Avoid So, what do we see from all of this? That even in Pesach Mitzrayim, the Avoid of Tzadikim, there was also room for the Tshuva of Tzadikim. <coughs> Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why the Rambam counts Pesach Sheni as a mitzvah, Bifneatzme, as a separate mitzvah. Even though, as we said, if a person was Makrif Pesach Rishon, he's not going to be Makrif Pesach Sheni. So the Rebbe explains, Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni are two separate avoiders. Pesach Rishon is the avoider of Tzadikim. Pesach Sheni is the avoider of Tshuva. So they are two separate avoiders. Nevertheless, one does not need to have Pesach Sheni if you did Pesach Rishon. Why? Because as we said, Pesach Rishon includes also the Tshuva of, Pe- of, of the Tzadikim. In other words, whatever Tshuva Pesach Sheni would represent, the Tzadikim have that already in Pesach Rishon, and therefore it would have been included. This idea of Regal B'fnei they would have had already within Pesach Rishon, they already did the Tshuva, whatever Pesach Sheni is supposed to accomplish. Says the Rebbe, even though Pesach Rishon and Tzadikim also have the union of Tshuva. Nevertheless, since it's the Tshuva of a Tzadik, it still does not have the Milo of the Tshuva of Pesach Sheni, which is mainly for Tshuva al which is, as we said, either in the level of Takanto, Takano, completely amending and fixing up, or Tashlum and making up, it's only that Pesach Sheni includes all kinds of tshuva and therefore also the tshuva of tzaddikim. But still mainly it's going to be tshuva for missing out on something. And why is, what's, what's the significance of this? Says the Rebbe, this is in two aspects that the, the, the idea of tshuva of Pesach Sheni, in which way it's greater and something very, and much greater than the avoid of the tzaddik. Says the Rebbe, number one, the tzimoyim, the thirst of the Baal tshuva, is coming from the fact that up until now, he was in a place that's completely opposite of Kedusha. To use the expression of in Tanya, that up until now he was Be'eretz Tzi of Itzalmavis, he was in a, a dry place, a parched place, a dark place, the place of Sitra Achra, and therefore his thirst is in a much greater way than the Tzadikim have. They didn't have all that negativity. Number two, Tshuva for an Aveda reaches higher than Ishtal because as we said before, that's, the, that's what gives the Koyach to be able to transform even the Zdoinois into Zochis, whereas Tzadikim, even when they have the avoid of Tshuva, they still never have this idea of taking an Indian of Shalosh Klipas Atmeis of Zdoinois and transforming it into Zochis. Says the Rebbe, this goes back now also to explain what we said before, that Afka Pesach Sheni is the one that has one day, and Pesach Rishon has seven days, because even though Pesach Rishon also includes the idea of Tshuva, but since it's still the, the tshuva of tzaddikim, it's still going to be limited. Even when a tzaddik is on the level of b'chol mo'idecho, going out of all limitations seemingly, it's still in some way b'seder v'adraga, still in some way with some sort of order and levels. Says the Rebbe, this is similar, going back to the story of Rabbi Lazar ben Derdaya. What happens? Bacha Rebbe, Rebbe is crying. The crying represents that he's going out of his own limitations, he can't contain himself anymore, and he's crying. He's crying from the fact that that here you have a person that that was able to acquire all of his oilam haza oilam haba excuse me in shah achas but it's still only Rabbi Lozer ben Derdaya Rabbi is crying about it. in other words the tzaddik himself still is not does not have that aspect it's specifically Pesach Sheni that's a tshuva for an avera transforming the zdoinis to zochis, or as the pisgum of the free dikarebbe, even lochem, that means even if it was intentional, yet you could fix it up, that reaches in the play of higher than the schalkos yoim echod, similar to the mile of Rebbe Lozer ben Durdaya, that specifically he, who has a tshuva al he accomplishes this idea of koinoi lomoi b'sho achas.